0: Wake up with Stab, Abby and Osha. on Hit 105.
1: We, uh, had a, we had a break, Brisbane, as you probably noticed. You were, you know, busy doing your thing. You turned on the radio in the morning and it, and it wasn't us. Uh, but uh, I actually got a, I got, actually got a holiday. The, the rest of the year when you haven't heard us on the radio, I've still been working. Stab mm. and Abby have uh, managed to take some time away because of working on Bachelor and Bachelorette. I haven't been able to take a holiday all year, mm. like not since January the 14th whenever we started this show. So I got a week away. Yay. I was so excited. I was so excited to actually have Audrey to, to myself for, for a whole week. So we went to Fiji, where, where Audrey's from. Uh, so she, she grew up there. And it was, it's really, really important to see, you know, where she comes from mm. and, and the people that surrounded her when she grew up. And, and I was in the middle of kind of visiting her, her family over there before I realized, oh, oh no, I'm on a I'm bachelor hometown date. <laughs> <laughs> was it when and you it started had- punching with her father, <laughs> or is there a,
2: doing boxing and in the back end?
1: Stab. Yes, I'm not lying to oh, you. No. We went the week away was mm. pretty much a bachelor hometown date, I, I completely I did not plan it this way. But before I knew it, you know, there's always like a competition on a bachelor date mm-hmm. mm. where they're like on a group date, They're like, well, today the first person to get okay. Mm. So her cousin makes outrigger canoes. Oh. All right, which oh. are a big thing over there. Yeah, yeah. huge. Before, I, before I know it. <laughs> I'm in a canoe race in Waialola Beach <laughs> yeah. with no. her cousin who's a former, you know, Fiji champion. Yeah. Wow. And 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 so like okay, okay, so great. That that was did great. You I, that? I, did you pass that? Did do all right? Yeah, yeah did you win? I, I I I know. I fell over. I mm. learned how to paddle a, an outrigger canoe Then I learned how to get back in an outrigger canoe. <laughs> yep. All important. <on> <laughs> in shallow water and yeah, then I learned the how to get back in a, back in an outrigger canoe in deep water. Yeah, great. <laughs> mm. Um but then I was taught how to uh, scrape out a coconut to make the, the lola, to make yep. the, the coconut cream, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right? And they all stood around and laughed because I didn't know how to do it because I'm a white guy. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, but then, you know, with the toanga, the, 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 the fiber that you squeeze the, the coconut cream out of, I did that. And so I helped make dinner. So there was cooking. Wow, it was a cooking element. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, and, of course, you know, and the, on the, we did a road trip. Yep. which is like every bachelor date has a road trip. That's true. Uh, we we stopped at a culturally appropriate place to have lunch, uh-huh. one of her favorite places. And then we went to the, you know, we went had a few days on a resort which was on an island called Benga and um That's a private uh, well, date. How do you get there on a bachelor date?
2: Mm, yeah. Boat. Oh. of
1: course. Helicopter, helicopter, helicopter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah I was going go that as well. well hold on. Oh. <laughs> when we <laughs> arrived there, yeah. when we arrive, yeah. uh, Audrey and I walk in and it's just us mm. and there's, you know how sometimes the Bachelorette, they just walk in and there's some people singing a song? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we walked into the resort. There's everybody singing a song. Wow. And right. it's just for us. I didn't know where to look. Oh.
3: <laughs> See, <laughs> now was... you know how awkward it is for the Bachelor. Oh, I
1: know. There was plenty of time to think. I'm surrounded by water, so lots of thinking, looking at the water. Oh, you know, yeah. And then yeah. There was, a, there was a, uh-huh. a lot of that. We we had a picnic on a sand key. Oh we took a boat God. out to wow. like a little sand key. Yeah. There was like a, no cheese platter because it was breakfast, but yeah. we still had a had a picnic, and then, yes, it was time to leave yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what mode of transport that is completely redundant, but you don't need, but we use anyway all the time, did we use? <laughs> Helicopter. <laughs> Helicopter.
2: Wow. The only thing missing was a smart-ass vegan tweeting about the whole thing as it happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: there was no mobile reception. <laughs> no, no. Steven Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105.
3: This is the only morning that I've I've ever worked here that I've now decided that the air con is uh, not cold enough Mm. because I'm sweating today and it's kind of like, it feels like this is karma for me having a holiday brag because I went over to Bali with my husband. It was our first child-free holiday and I tell you what... He
1: didn't even bring... Stab, he didn't, even bring a, didn't even bring a surfboard. No, no. no. Oh, well,
0: he
3: did, he did get it out. Yeah. He got it out in the morning and he decided that if it would fit in the Uber, then he would take it. But they rocked up with a little small one, <laughs> yes. kind of like a arena. And he was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. But honestly, it was so amazing. And I was so like brag heavy
1: on Instagram. You went too bad.
3: Oh, I was pretty, I was, I was trying to tone it down a bit, okay. but I was like, this is just awesome. Lovely, lovely photos. Stab
1: person. at one point on my holiday. Yeah. Audrey passed her phone over to me and showed me some of Abby's Instagram.: Wow so yeah 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 yeah,
3: yeah. It was pretty it was pretty good. It was just because we did all the stuff that like for anyone I mean for anyone that's a parent and you travel with kids, just picture you're on a plane and you watch a movie and nobody distracts you.
2: Yeah you just say, you can say this for any parent that's, uh, that's traveled with kids, imagine. Not. Yeah, it was just, it was kids. just, it was like there was just people in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, I'm just imagining
3: it. Oh yeah, go yeah on. It yes, so yes. Good though. There was a couple in front of us, and mm. they had three kids.
2: That's the best.
3: And we were just like, oh, we're yeah. just pity you. It's we're so pity you. Yeah. And you end up staring at them, yeah. like, wow, yeah. that's bad. And they look at you like, just wait until you have kids, and you're like, mm. we just don't know where ours are. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the plane around.
0: <laughs> but I,
3: I'm suffering today though because I was just, I was so excited on my holiday, and then the last last night. I got so sick. Yeah, what
1: happened? Your liver like,
3: kicking? Oh. Like, so... <laughs> 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 right, I got so bit sick. Of Indo,
1: bit of Indonesian indigestion? Yeah, a bit of no, barley I belly. think
3: I've got like a sinus infection from the whitewater rafting because you're not supposed to go under and we sort of um, had a water fight with a couple of other people and yeah, I went under. So I do have a sinus infection from there, but I don't know. Like at one in the morning, I woke up and said to my husband, like, you've got to give me a hot bath because I'm freezing and it's like <laughs> 35 degrees and I had to put on all... The, the clothes that were in the hotel room and I was just shaking. I was accusing him of turning on the aircon behind my back.
1: <laughs> and he's like, no. Did you have one of
2: yeah, those um, Bailey cocktails? No, oh, okay. no,
3: no, no. So yeah. I don't know have what you... I have. Yeah.
1: I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but yep. I am, I am a son of doctors. Yes. And if, if, if if you went white water rafting in a river known for, mm. shall we say, bacteria, even parasites, yeah. and uh, you're now experiencing what mm. is commonly known as a rigor, or your uh, bodily Ariga. temperature regulation system is having a hard time keeping up, yeah, yeah. you should seek medical assistance. Yeah. I did, yeah. I did,
3: I did, and I went, I went and got like blood tests on Saturday.
1: And the doctor's excited, right? Well, because
3: Why is my, the mar- my, <laughs> my married name, uh, which I use for medical, is Burden, right? Yeah. Um, and he was like going. Oh, we'll do all the tests. I said, I'm sure I'm fine. He's like, yeah, but you know, last time I said you'd be fine. You did have Ross River fever. So obviously mosquitoes do like you. So let's do all the testing. And he goes, and who knows? It might be very exciting. You might have a virus that we've never heard before. And we can Unreal. call it Abby's Burden. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I was like, hilarious. <laughs> Do you know what's great
2: about that? I'll show you're down in Sydney doing the show out of Bondi. I'm stuck yeah. in a three by four meter cubicle <laughs> that's airtight <laughs> with an Ebola monkey. It's fantastic. It's a great way to
1: <laughs> Are you feeling a bit zeky there, Steph? Yeah, I feel
3: a little bit chilly. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> Stab Abby. Have
3: it's not contagious, but we you shouldn't have had this <laughs> morning. We shouldn't <laughs> have, just in cool case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stab and Abby, now with Osha on Hit 105.
2: Holidays. Back Monday. We're back at it. We had a week off. Uh, Abby, you went to Bali. Yep. You uh, Instagrammed the heck out of that trip. I did. I was a bit sure. Osha, you went to Thailand?
1: No. Uh, No. Fiji. Fiji. I went to Fiji. Fiji. To go and see where Audrey grew up and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, soak in a bit of the culture. Lovely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I went to Bowman Park in Baden. Uh, and, uh, And had a ball. Had a lovely time. It's great weather. Uh, It's a lovely neighbourhood. I did go one place, though. One one place I did go to on my holidays. I took Rory, uh, my three-and-a-half-year-old, to Dreamworld. Mm. Went down to Dreamworld first day of the school holidays. That was a mistake. <laughs> 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 we, had, we, we had cousins coming up from Melbourne, and yeah, uh, huh? you know they were like, "Well, we're everything taking the kids. you said you'd
3: never do." Like yeah. you're like, "I'm never going to go on school holidays." Yeah. Nah. And then you find yourself doing all this mm. stuff because the kids are excited, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, "Damn it, I'm winding up." Do
2: you know that's what it's made me realise yeah. about myself too? I thought I was patient. And I thought I was Zen. It just turns out I just never went anywhere where I had to line <laughs> yeah. up. Because yeah. if you just said, do you want to go to the Dream World first day of school holidays? I said, yeah. no, because the line's going to be too big. I'll go yeah. midweek when everyone yeah. is at work. Uh, so we're queuing. She was very good, though. We queued up for 40 minutes for a log ride. Uh, that was great. And um, she, she's we were with... Older kids, um, my cousins' kids are uh, like uh, eight and uh, eight and ten. Uh, they're a bit bigger. You didn't so. ask them, did you? No, I don't know. No, okay. they, they seem to be able to hold a conversation. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so they went on a lot of the big stuff, yeah. uh, Tower terror, terror and all that sort of stuff. Stuff that mm. Rory just can't go on. Yeah. But the thing about Rose is she's three and a half. But you've met her. She's oh, the size of an 18-year-old. She's, she's as
3: tall as me, yeah. Yeah, she's ginormous.
2: Yeah. She's, 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 oh, so she
3: can go in I don't know what
1: you feed her.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know either. I don't pay any attention to that sort but, of stuff. <laughs>
3: because it's not age restriction, is it? No, it's, it's height
2: restriction. <gasps> That's the thing. So they had the bar there. And she just stroll up and be like, yeah, you're tall enough. I'm like, whoa, Eddie, no, hey, no, you cannot. She also did the thing though because they don't understand. She'd go up to the bar and she'd duck down. She'd try to be smaller. I'm like, no, you want to be bigger, babe. <laughs> um, but she ended up going on her first ever roller coaster, and it was like you, you don't want to. You want to start small. Like I remember yeah. the first roller coaster I went on was the one that used to be at the top of the My Center, yeah. the little dragon one, and that was terrifying at the time. But you look back, there's yeah. nothing. There was just a train on up high, really. Yeah. She went on the Madagascar. Roller coaster at Dreamworld, yeah. which is a suspension. Here's a photo of it legs dangle down. Oh. What? Strap in completely, legs dangle down. And your so dad was
3: scared, but she was fine.
2: Well, I was scared for two reasons. One, if she freaks out on that thing, yeah, and I'm strapped in with her. Like, there's no comforting you, you can do. You can't to get you, off because they're can, kind of used to that on you know, those rides. Yeah. yeah, and we're all because you know she got she walks through the line and we're all standing in the line going, and everyone's going, "How do you think this will go?" I'm like, well, "It's going to go two ways, really. Either she's going <laughs> to, you know, there's only two ways this can possibly go. Either yeah. she's never ever going to get on a roller coaster ever again, or she's going to love it." And she's going to want to go on everything
3: Did she love it? And she loved it <gasps> Loved it So it's not going to stop for her now no. How is she going to get Yeah, wow
2: Crazy Like well, It may stop for her though Because uh, when we got off She did have to console me for 10 minutes <laughs> so it's, 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 okay. it's okay, Dad It's,
0: it's right. okay, it Dad fast, It's, but it's all, okay. all right You're fine, You're fine. Abbey now with Osha On Hit 105
1: now, Aaron Mullen, who is on the footy show, Channel 9's footy show, is great friend of our show. Mm. Uh, it's her. always fun when she comes on. Mm. It's uh, i saw an article this morning. Now you've always got to, when, whenever someone has an article about how much they get paid coming out in the press, it's usually around contract negotiation time. <laughs> yes. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to say who. But a very, very famous household name TV celebrity in the 90s yes. used to put out a press release around negotiation time saying, I don't know, I'm moving to another network. Uh, and I'm in, I'm in talks. Wasn't, but it would just use it to get leverage. You? <laughs> to, was it you? Was it you? <laughs> no. I was <laughs> so no, I wasn't like, on TV in the 90s. Well, I was um, on TV in the 90s. Do, do you believe, believe that, that they
3: are the correct amounts? Because I was reading this well, article yesterday yeah. about Erin Molan versus her male colleagues, and I was like, Oh my God!
1: Yeah, on so says much. Uh, that, that now how, how true? I don't know if it's true or not, but it's saying that Erin's paid a hundred thousand, which for what she does, mm-hmm. she works in, in nonstop. The I work in that's if that's true, that's an extraordinarily low amount for what she does. Um, and it's saying that Bo Ryan has paid eight hundred thousand. No, now, now I'm sure. I'm the first to admit that Erin hasn't taken a career of face first, head high tackles, right. uh, you know, like the rest of the panel on, on the footy show. But that there shows. is absolutely no, there is absolutely no question that Erin has changed that show. She works so hard. Yeah. She cha- she's changing the face of the NRL. And let's face it, NRL needs Channel 9 as much as Channel 9 needs the NRL. Mm. Yeah. All right, the two of them kind of exist together. And Erin's come down quite publicly, uh, quite hard on the NRL's uh, attitude towards domestic violence, going, you have a public obligation to treat this stuff seriously. And, you know, I I think, what does it say to Australia that these people who are doing, they're not even the same job. Erin anchors shows. Erin holds down major, major, major shows. What's it saying to Australia saying, I don't know, she's worth one-seventh? Yeah. of the bloke two seats down from her. She
3: said a really interesting comment in the article saying that if she needs to know her stats, she said she works hard to know how many tackles yeah. each player had got because she goes, if she makes a mistake yeah. on that show, she's yeah. a woman. Yeah. She said if any of the guys make a sta- mistake, mm. it's like, oh, that's funny. Oh, look at yeah. you. Too many
1: head knocks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
3: But the article that really bothered me <laughs> that was published was about the guy's flying business class yeah. and the girl's flying economy. Yeah.
1: Well turning left and turning right, that's a that's a that's a negotiation issue. That's a But contract really, issue.
3: could you imagine if you guys did that? It'd be like a scene out of bridesmaids. I would not be happy. If, if
1: we did that, yeah. you know, I would just go,
2: you know what, Abby, take my seat because it is not worth <laughs> the hassle <laughs> of what but I'd like, have to put up. You can take you it this honestly. But, seat
1: number but one. think about the <laughs> flight. But think honestly, Abby, think about the flights yeah. they're doing. She's going from Sydney to Brisbane. Like, it's 45 minutes. Hmm. It's not like the difference between owning a home 40Ks out of town versus owning a home in the inner city, which is basically what that pay gap is between her and Bo, if even that is true. But if it is, mm. that is, what does that say to the young women of Australia, the young journalists of Australia, yeah. to aspire to the highest possible level any female sports journalist can aspire to, you're still going to get paid one-seventh mm. of, of a bloke that never even followed the same career path you did in journalism. Yeah, it's Got disgusting. his credentials from playing, not even doing anything to do with television. Now, he's a great bloke. I love Bo to Pieces. He's obviously got a great manager who negotiated a really hard deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, good for him. But it's most definitely a negotiation thing. But if that is the case, goodness gracious, what does that say to the, the female journalists of Australia? As, you know, you may want to look somewhere else if you want to have a great career. I'd, I'd, I'd go well, so saying, far
2: as to say though, yeah. I mean if, if if he's getting paid that much it says a lot for me as well. I'm in the wrong bloody industry. That is a ah. just load of money. That's wow. No? No, no. yeah <laughs> Well, when is the equality for stab is what I'm saying. When do I get my piece of the pie? Well
3: they're been, saying if you want equal pay, engineering's yeah. the way to go. It's the only one that has like the equal pay for um genders. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm screwed there too.
3: Stabbin'
0: Abbey, now with Osha on Hit 105.
3: Now, we were talking earlier on uh, this morning about five year old Riley. He's a mm-hmm. Queenslander from Yateley. Um, he has been, um, well, he's on a video. His dad's filmed him doing a burnout. Yes. And it's had over. I think, 3 million views mm. so far. A lot of people have been criticising it, but his dad's just called us now on 131060. Alex, good morning.
4: How you doing? Good, Yeah, man. we're good. Did you uh, did you expect to get this much attention from the video? Uh, no, certainly not. I didn't even realise my Facebook was on um, so everyone could see it. Right. Oh,
3: right. You did not realise it was public. Well, this is one way to find out, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah,
4: hell of a way to yeah. find out.
3: Now, everyone can have an opinion on your parenting, right?
4: <laughs> oh, well, apparently it's bad
3: parenting. <laughs> wow. So, because, I mean, we we're talking about this off air as well. Is it like you see a video like this and everyone's like Outrage bikes? So it's like, well, uh, you know, you're, you're a bad parent. Like, you're not looking after your child. And then you think about what we used to do as kids as well. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of go, my dad used to let me drive if I went to the country. Right. Which now you just go, never, ever mm-hmm. would you be able to do it. Like, how have you been coping with the reaction, Alex? And do you think it's justified?
4: Um, I'm just ignoring all the, the negative Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously, no one really knows the inside of how yeah. much time I've spent with Raleigh training him and teaching him, and and getting yeah. to the point where he can he can do that by himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it. Uh, you know, I just ignore it all.
2: So we were actually we were talking about this earlier in the morning, and you you heard that and, and decided to call through. Was there anything you wanted to say specifically?
4: Um, well, I guess everyone's going to have their different opinion on, um, how, why I've done it and, mm. you know, whatever else. And, you know, some people think it's dangerous because obviously they've never been around that sort of thing before, yeah. but, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, I know he's five years of age, yeah. but, you know, he's been around it his whole life and I, it's, it's like, it was the first time I just turned in the car and said, here son, mm. go do a burnout. Yeah, right, no, and of I've spent <laughs> a lot of time yeah. in the car with him mm. doing it and, you know, obviously people have got their worries about, all oh, the car taking off, well, you know, it was strapped down, Right. So plus he's had a lot of training with, you know, he's been able to use a brake and control. And, and I don't know, you've obviously seen the video, but yeah. obviously had a lot of control on the accelerator. Let's not just, you know, you chuck a normal child in there. The kid had just put their foot back to the floor and, mm. and think this is cool. But mm. you know, he's, he knows he's uh, well aware of mm. what he's doing. Let's
1: let's be honest about this, Alex. When I was when I was on holidays, I watched a uh, I watched a five year old, not a uh, six year old actually, not much older than your son, um, playing a game called Battlefield. Where he yeah. spent hour upon hour yeah. expertly doing sniper headshots <laughs> on strangers. And his mum and dad were like, Oh, he's so good at it yeah. Now I would re- I would prefer my kid know how to do a burnout <laughs> than execute people in the street.
4: Yeah, well me too. <laughs> That's a good point.
1: Um Alex, is it
4: true that
3: the police have confiscated your car?
4: Uh, they have, yes. Yeah. But uh, we'll be I should be getting it back.
3: What do you warn your son about? Do you know like you know how most people are like, hey, be careful about this? Fuel what prices. Sort of, what sort of things do you <laughs> care, care about Alex? Oh
4: uh, you know, just the dangers of what can happen if, if he doesn't yeah. if he does take his foot off the brake and have mm. spent a lot of time with him and showing him, you know, what can happen and what can't happen and, Yeah, you know, it's not just as no. simple as throwing a child in a car and going yeah. And he, yeah you know, exactly. have fun. Like yeah. he's learned to do it on his quad, he's learned to do it on a motorbike. Mm. You yeah. know, he doesn't just it's not just cars he's in, he's on quads and... Alex or is going to be devastated
3: talk. if he grows up and becomes an accountant.
2: Or a scooter driver. <laughs> uh, well, we, uh, we appreciate your call through. And, yeah, we thought we, we, we were chatting about it. We saw you come through. We thought we, we'd have to have a chat. We also appreciate, we know that uh, there's a lot of laws against um, driving and talking on the phone, so we appreciate that you've got the five-year-old driving for you while you've been talking to us. Uh, no, but, uh, no <laughs> but thanks for giving us a call, mate. We appreciate it. All
4: right, no worries. Thank you. Right, say, say hi you, to Riley it's for fun. us. Will do. Bye.
2: Stab Abbey now
0: with Osher on Hit 105.
2: Coming in and joining the show, we've been chatting about a little five-year-old out lately who's been doing sick burnouts, fully sick burnouts in his dad's cow, and a uh, bit of an uproar online about it, a lot of people saying it's uh, irresponsible parenting, but we are casting our minds back to the generations before where all parenting was irresponsible because no <laughs> one cared. Maybe yeah. I'll get you a helmet for your bike, maybe I won't.
1: Yeah. It was a it, great it, time to be alive. It was a good life lesson.
2: We were like sea turtles, just trying to make it to the beach before gulls picked us off.
3: My dad made (laughs) us um, helmets out of ice cream containers. Brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. with string attached to the bottom. Yeah,
2: my mum tried that, forgot to take the ice cream out. (laughs) (laughs) Angie in Rochdale South. Angie, what did you do as a kid that you just wouldn't let your kids do today?
5: Um, Well, I used to sit... In the center of the console, my dad had a Nissan Patrol
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
5: A uke, yeah. and in the center he had a center console. I used to sit on there with a pillow
0: yeah.
5: every single day when I used to go into school. Wow!
2: Wow! Wow! Yeah, actually, when I lived in wow. um, I lived in the Woodridge, and I drove to Greenslades Primary, and we were in a, a Ute with a, a cage on the back, and me and my <laughs> sister were just yeah. in the back yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the Ute yeah. bouncing around back there like two wheelers. Yeah, good times though, Ange, right?
5: Exactly. Like <laughs> I don't think anyone could get away with doing that. But... No, 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 oh, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't now. Yeah. Donna's in Meadowbrook. Donna, what did you do as a kid that now would be like?
3: Can't doing that. We used to build our own billy carts,
0: and so you'd find whatever
5: nails you could scrounge up in the shed, and you'd whack a few pieces of wood together, stick them. Wheels on it, and you'd find the biggest hill you could, yeah. mm-hmm. and it usually involved gravel. Yep, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you'd go down this thing. I mean, the, the Billy cart would often fall apart at the bottom, mm-hmm. um, yes. but yeah, you know, you'd just whack that wheel back on and yeah. go back up to the top of the hill, yeah. and um, it was it was awesome fun. Yeah. Great. Know? no helmet,
2: awesome. no,
3: no. And parents nice and used to yellow. be happy because you weren't yeah. around them. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah,
2: and then they'd and save and money they on the food because of the lockjaw. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the, the, you know, at the end of the day, you ended up with a few
5: grazed knees, yeah. knees and yeah. elbows, but. Yeah. Yeah, you know, whoever had the biggest grays was the winner. The winner.
1: Yeah. Know. I, I distinctly remember us hmm. doing that on, uh, near our house in uh, in Chapel Hill and one of the neighbours that we didn't really know that we were going, oh, you kids, I've got an old lawnmower here. Are you on the wheels off that? Oh, right. <laughs> yes, sir, we do.
2: <laughs> That's good. I thought That's he was going to go the other way. I'm going to upturn it at the end. You've got to <laughs> dodge it. <laughs> 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 Cole Zimbalimba. Cole, what did you do as a kid that today would be frowned upon?
4: Mate, I, I was swinging off a chainsaw when I was eight or nine year old. Mate, we were cutting the old trees out of the bush, and, and even my kids, my kids, they grew up with motorbikes and they're driving cars. As young, you know, like you can't tell me that's not better than sitting home watching bloody TV every day.
2: Cole, I knew you were going to be a legend when I heard your name. Uh, what were you doing <laughs> with the chainsaw as a kid?
4: Cutting
3: down trees, but cutting down fence
4: posts, and oh. that for a property where you were. At. Wow.
2: Well, there you go. Oh, and uh, I think it has to be asked, uh, all digits still intact or?
4: All digits still intact. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. That
3: was a risky question there, Stumpy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: Stumpy. Uh... <laughs> Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105.
2: Now, Thoust is very excited at Thoust moment because we are about to be yea, verily joined by a man who is participating in a sport that ye mere mortals would tremble and quiver you don't uh, at the quick... Uh, I think I'm doing okay. Anyway, the jousting championships were held over the weekend, and we are now joined by the winner, the one, the only Sir Cliff of. Maryville wish. Morning, Cliff. (laughs) Thank you. Good morning.
3: Now, I was was very excited because I uh, was like, oh, an Australian Mm -hmm. won it. And I would have expected, you know, it's a long tradition overseas as well. But Cliff, it it was was quite spectacular how you won because you haven't been doing this for very long, have you?
2: No, just two years. Wow. And the guy that you're up against, 14 years experience and you just took him to town.
5: Yeah, well, don't you know, worry, he, he put in a few good ones on me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how that, that yeah. how did you get involved with it? Um, actually, through um, Philip Leach and Lisa Leach. Um, they rang me up one time to come down to the um, Crow Castle to do a Baroque festival, and I got to meet them, and yeah, from there um, I began josting and working with them, and here I am.
2: Now I must say I'm, I'm probably a little bit more afraid with the the world of jousting than most people because I got into there was a show on Foxtel called Full Metal Jousting where they got guys to to compete in it. Uh, for those that may not know what it is, or maybe the only thing they know about it is that Heath Ledger movie. I, explain the process and just how dangerous jousting is even in this day.
5: Well, you know, basically you're in a full suit of armor.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you know, on average weighing you know thirty to forty kilos mm. um, on a educated warhorse. Um, You've got a shield over your um, left-hand shoulder.
0: Mm.
5: Um, You hold your lance in your right-hand side, and the whole purpose to it is you running down the list as your opponent and trying to strike them fair and square on the um, shield and break your lance.
1: Ah. (laughs) Well,
2: it's better if you you have to break the lance because otherwise it hurts even more, right?
5: yeah, when it, yeah, yeah, well, if you miss you miss, it's not so bad, but yeah, when the when you strike them and the lands don't break It, yeah. it doesn't like, tickle.
1: <laughs> quick question, quick question Cliff. When like you're a jousting champion, you you travel around uh, surfers have a hard time getting the surfboards from place to place. How do you travel with That's jousting sticks? <laughs>
5: yeah. with, with difficulty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the other question I got to ask and when you do get your jousting sticks home Do they live in the garage or do they go straight to the pool room?
5: Well, oh, so it depends on the length of them. There's yeah. a couple in the pool room, but most of them live in the garage. And
2: then they can double his queues. <laughs> uh, well, we had to get your amazing, amazing, and I, I encourage anyone if you haven't seen it, search it out. It is an amazing. Oh, sport. I'm fascinated yeah. by it.
3: You know, I went to the medieval uh, festival, um, the and medieval I've been obsessed with it ever since then. But I, I know that you have been training with you know with Phil, and it says here in a press release that he's Australia's only full time working knight.
4: What
5: does he do? What
3: What does this knight do?
5: Well, he's um, arena manager at Crowell Castle. So, oh, right, you right. know, it's his full profession. Yeah, he lives right. there, he um, trains there, he trains yeah. all the other knights right. and jousters. Um, so that's what he does. Amazing.
2: Amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. You're amazing. Taking out the jousting championships. Cliff, Marisma, we had to say congratulations. Well done, my friend. Yay, Verily, continue on with your valiant cause.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> Have
1: a good one, man. Please. Yes. <laughs> Abbey now with
0: Osha on Hit 105
1: been a grateful show today we're back i'm grateful to be back Mm -hmm. i'm grateful for you stab i'm grateful for you abby i was so excited to come to work today and see you all you too dave so happy (laughs) to see you there's some things i'm just like you know what man yeah thanks thanks that was fun but you know no thanks i don't need that in my life (laughs) hey frankie my delightful little cavoodle puppy I've been on holidays for a week, so when we walked through the door last night, you were so excited to see us. It was super cute. You ran up, and you were all wagging from, like, the shoulders back. (laughs) You couldn't handle yourself. So I was like, oh, Frankie, come here. And I'll give you a big pick-up, and I'll give you a big cuddle, 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 and then I smelt something, Oh, You're very hairy, and you'd just been outside. I looked at my left hand, and, Lord, you know it, Big dag hiding in your fur Yay. I've been home for two minutes <laughs> Next thing I'm knowing I've got two people holding you down I'm holding your tail up and I'm at you with the scissors Trying to do a bit of cleaning up Around the house So Frank, thanks for the welcome home But no thanks He loves you Poop. He gave me a present
3: <laughs> <gasps> Hey The girl on a train Oh. I don't normally read books But I bought one whilst I was on holidays. I'm up to page 381 and I'm trying to read it throughout the show because I can't put the book down. It's such a good book. Is it? I need to read it before the movie comes out. Why? And about that, on (laughs) 131060, if you want tickets to go and see The Girl on a Train, it's in cinemas October the 6th. It's an electrifying thriller starring Emily Blunt and we have free tickets to give away. 131060. I was going to give them away earlier on the show, but I forgot.
1: Just
2: abusing this segment. No, I'm not. I really want to hurry up. I want to finish this book. Continually abusing the segment.
3: Oh, thanks. But no thanks. Which
2: actually makes absolutely no sense now. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Well, what are you thinking about no thanks? Because I can't stop thinking about the book. I was laying in bed all All last night thinking maybe
3: I should get up and just read it a little bit more.
2: Abusing the segment. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, (laughs) Abby. (laughs) Or as I'm calling you, Patient Zero. (laughs) You have returned from a Pharegian country With an undiagnosed condition And come into a small sealed box with me Unknowing if you are a highly contagious Ebola monkey My left arm is tingling All I can smell is toast And I'm beginning to smell slightly of almonds Thanks (laughs) (laughs)
0: no. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's go, go. Uh, patient Zero.
0: <laughs> Stabbing Abbey Now with Osher On Hit 105